Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Which debacle do you want to talk about first, mate? Uh, let's just get the Steelers out of the way, hey? <laughs> the, only, the only sad thing about that is that it costs my brother his fantasy championship semi-final. Um, <laughs> Gio Bernard smashing two touchdowns. Um, cost him his what? semi-final, unfortunately. But uh, what happened to you, boys? Oh, man, just... We seem to be in free fall at the moment, and you know, free like... falling. <laughs> oh god! I mean, look. I think, I think, look. If, if we're being realistic, and I know I've been hype man, Steelers hype man here. Yeah. But yeah. like, I think we we scraped through quite a lot of wins. Uh, you know, even going through eleven and zero, and I think realistically, a record probably shouldn't be shouldn't have been eleven and zero anyway. I reckon we should have been like I don't know. Nine, nine and two, or, or seven and three, uh, and then you know what? I think it would have been. I, I think, I think this year, no matter what happens, obviously we've already qualified for the playoffs. But I think, yeah, like I think we kind of always there was always problems, and then you know I think the defense really carried us over. But then mm. if you look at that defense, like we lost Bush, and you know we already had to replace him with Spillane, and Spillane did brilliantly. That like, we almost kind of didn't miss Bush that much. But then you also lost him. Then lost Bud Dupree, then lost Vince Williams, um, right? And so we're literally playing guys. We've literally put one of our uh, one of our safeties who's playing linebacker at the moment. So yeah. um, I just think if you look at last week's game, like they did nothing through the air. Okay, yes, it's Bengals, and you probably expect them not to do well. So it's not a great feat, but like they're literally through the air, they were completely shut down because the secondary was there. But there's a lot of problems. I think I think the Steelers have quite a few issues because I think that defense last year basically won us all the games that we won last year and obviously because we didn't have Ben Roethlisberger so I think that's always going to be a problem I think we might be getting like Vince Williams back this week and maybe might even get Spillane back for the playoffs so that could if well we obviously threw so that could kind of help later but I think the real problems are offensively uh you know I think Big Ben unfortunately you know what I've never been a big fan of him and you know that and I'm not just saying this because of now but 
you know, he's not he's not exciting. You know, he's he's very much a one trick pony. He's good at what he does. He's very good at what he does. And you know, he even in a couple of throws, you know, he did show some really good kind of things. But I think in today's day and age, you look at all the modern QBs. You look at the guys who are number, you know, one, two, three, four, five. You know, the likes of Mahomes and Josh Allen and uh, you know. Kyler Murray and all these kind of people, right? That they have so so many dimensions. Lamar Jackson as well. I hate to admit it, but even him, right? They've got so many dimensions to their QB game. I just think the game's changed now. I just don't think you can be that guy who just sits in the pocket. Uh, and mm. and and don't get me wrong, he Ben Roethlisberger still is one of the best in that position. Will still go Hall of Fame. I just think it's not it's not easy. But then I think the biggest thing of all is we just don't have a run game. And mm. so so everyone knows. All right, it's going to these guys. And, 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 you know, kind of, if you look at it objectively, like it shows that even though they're only doing that, they're still very good at that because, you know, everything we're getting at the moment is through the air. But you just need kind of a complimentary run game. And, you know, I think James Conner coming back is, I don't think he's a world beater, but I think he's, um, I do I do think he kind of adds that threat that people are a bit more scared. Whereas, with all respect, I don't think people kind of really fear Benny Snell. And it's just, like, no. yeah, just let, let the guy run. Uh, you know, we'll just we'll keep an eye on these guys. Um, yeah, you got two tough games though. Two, mm. two teams that are really in form and and both fighting for the playoffs. So it'll be interesting to see how Steelers get back into it, really. Because um, I think you want to get the second and third seed really to avoid Kansas until the until the AFC Championship game, really. Um, so. I think, look, what, what one advantage we have, and look, I'm, I'm literally not saying that it's going to be the case. Like it, at the moment, it looks like we're going to lose both games, right? And ultimately, it doesn't ultimately matter because we're going to still make the playoffs. I know we're talking about it, and of course, we want the home and you want to avoid Kansas. Mm. But realistically, even if we avoid them and get to that point, I just, I'll be honest with you, I don't see anyone beating Kansas, right? Anyway, so, you know, it would just be nice for us like to get into the AFC, AFC Championship game. But, but yeah, like... You know, a couple of things we've got. We're home for both those games. Uh, I know there's no fans, and you know how much does that affect. But just kind of being home. Hopefully, the weather's a bit rubbish for kind of, you know, I, I know um, uh, Cleveland certainly don't like bad weather. So I'm just hoping for a bad weather day when we play Cleveland. Um, and uh, you know, especially for that game, you know, Steelers generally tend to bounce back. Although we've literally not lost to uh, Bengals in 25 games, and and then that goes and happens last week. So. I don't know. I, I think I think we'll be okay, and I think with a few changes and and there's got to be we're we're not that we're not as bad a team as we've been playing in the last three games. So so something's got to give at some point. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'd like to see us do good, but we're never going to win the Super Bowl. So uh, well, at least at least you made the playoffs. I mean, yeah. I don't even know where to start with the Patriots. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're in uh, we're in real trouble. Uh, I think we're going to yeah. be in trouble for a number of years, and unfortunately, we're in that mid record where we can't really draft a good QB to start so it'll be interesting to see what the New England Patriots do but I think we're going to be in a bit of a trouble for a number of years because I think Miami and the Buffalo Bills are looking very very so strong. Good. Um, so good. But the biggest debacle on top of that in our group though is Jets. They really fluffed there. I know they won but they've, yeah. they've missed out on Trevor Lawrence now. Um, yeah. Which is just crazy. It's criminal actually. Yeah. Um, to uh, to win that game against the Rams. I know it was a good result for them, but they've uh, lost a future QB there. But we're in a bit of trouble. Um, so at least at least you Steeler boys are in the playoffs. And uh, yeah, I think I think I think I think the weird I think the thing with Steelers is like we've got we, once we get everyone back, 
that I mean that defense genuine like I've been kind of playing it down. I think if you look across the whole season, that defense is probably the best in the league. Uh, I know Washington are very very good and coming to life and Colts have been fantastic, but I think the defense is possibly the best in the league. But when you're missing those players, you can't be playing like that, you know. Mm. I mean TJ Watt still plays every game and he still does everything every game, but like, you know what I mean, before when you had the likes of Bud Dupree on the other side doing that. So I think I think we'll be okay on that side of the ball as long as we kind of keep the guys together, strengthen in some places. But but the issue is <laughs> my, my watch always my watch always I'm gonna put this in silent. Um but yeah, the the, the thing is um offensively I think I think we're actually a little bit screwed because we haven't really nurtured another QB like mm. some other teams. Like like you see even even Vegas, I was, I'll be honest with you, I was a little bit a little bit kind of envious because like Mariota is like do you know what I mean I'd happily have Mariota as a backup right or or you know there's a couple of guys that are there we we just don't have a backup like I genuinely fear that because I was thinking surely you should just bench Ben Roethlisberg when he wasn't playing that well in that game but it was like yeah but you're gonna have to bring on Mason Rudolph and I think I'd much rather just <laughs> just yeah. keep keep a sh- shitty Ben on so so I think we've got problems at QB um I think wide receivers wise we're fine offensive line we're really good but we just need a running back and and uh, uh, Connor unfortunately is injured too much and, and and so we'll see I don't know I think I think we, we have problems but hopefully we can try and address those in the offseason yeah we'll see do you want to talk about I reckon... Arsenal? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, what, what's Arsenal? <laughs> is, isn't that isn't that the isn't that a term for the artillery that they uh, they use in the I army? Mean, and stuff? they they used to have a football team. Um, they used to be pretty oh, decent they? back in the day. Oh, okay. Yeah, tell me about, about them. 15, 20 years ago now, I'd say. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, so, oh, they play soccer. Yeah, they play soccer. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Mate. <laughs> This is this is an American football podcast, mate. Can we not talk about that? Um, <laughs> oh man, talk about free fall and talk about problems. Uh, God, Arsenal yeah. just not great, man. Not great, are they? Um, well, at least at least your fantasy team is <laughs> helping you through this tough time of sport. Oh, honestly, the only thing only thing going relatively well. But what? Hey, how did how did your matchup go then last week? So are you in, are you in the final? Oh, here we go. No, <laughs> I got beat. Unfortunately, oh, guys, man. I'm out. Oh, the the dream journey final is, is unfortunately did not happen this year. I've let the team down and just oh, apologize. Man. I apologize to yourself, as. Oh man, do you know honestly, the the journey has been so good this year, and and you know, like we said in a previous podcast, you and I have kind of very much done it in different ways, but um, we both got into the uh, obviously. The kind of semi-finals last week, and yeah, unfortunately, Maka is Maka's not there. Um, yeah, yeah, mate. But still, nevertheless, man. I mean, look, you know, your your year's been good. Um, you know, maybe not draft. I mean, maybe not. Maybe drafted quite well, actually. Didn't mm-hmm. go so well in terms of injuries. Uh, you know, I'd I'd say exemplary for kind of play i know we keep mentioning it but fantastic effort as as to kind of trading your team and i mean we we, we were talking about off air and, and you know guys if you're listening especially in our league like no, no no kind of like uh you know no disrespect or anything but the guys that are in the bottom we were talking about how they pretty much held on to their team uh the whole way through and i'm not saying that's a tactic that's going to make you go to the bottom but it just happens to be i think the two guys that held their players did end up there um, and you know, you know, like everyone says, your your championship's not won on the draft day, so you've got to you've got to kind of adapt to um, adapt to the season. So they didn't. But whereas, mate, you your team fell apart quite literally. Was 
<laughs> was you know nothing was working and then you managed to kind of get yourself in i, I honestly i if i were you i would i would be i'd be very happy with where you finished um obviously you, everybody would love a championship um but i think you, yeah. should, you should be happy where you finished i think yes yeah, as you touched on it's a tricky one um because the guy who's top oddly enough is a guy who's got his team that he drafted yeah it can work two ways like it can work two ways when you've when you've got good players and they're scoring well each week but i find um in I don't know how many years I've done this now, seven or eight years, I think, where people just hang on to players because of their names, mm-hmm. and you can and you can also trade based on the name. Like Christian McCaffrey, I ended up getting Miles Sanders, who got me into the into the semi final really in Cooper Cup and um, ten to twelve fab, I think it was, uh, mm-hmm. which helped me get a couple of players as well. And I think ultimately I traded him because it's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, he hasn't played all year, and he may not play going forward. And I just think people like Kudo Jones was hold on to. Alvin Kamara had a three or four game stretch where he struggled. And you could have probably gotten any player you wanted for Alvin Kamara. I just think yeah. sometimes people just hang on to players with too long. And I think the best players generally are the ones who learn how just to, let to go. just let go when, when the time's right. Um, I'm not saying just get rid of everybody as soon as you can, but um, you've got to make some changes because the players you draft isn't necessarily going to be the best players by week 13, 14, 15, 16. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it was all funny old seasons. You touched on, had a few injuries and done some trades. And, and uh, could have went, it could have went either way. I could have traded my whole team and had a real disaster. But, uh, I, lucky, yeah, I was lucky enough to pick up some players who, who hit form at the right time, likes of Hilton, Jonathan Taylor. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's disappointing when you get to the semi-final, though, and you lose. But the guy I played, um, I said last podcast, Herbert and Aaron Jones could put me in the bin by Sunday morning. Um, and I, they effectively did. And he, he left yeah. band on the bench, um, which I was quite happy about at the time. But uh, <laughs> uh, Dalvin Cook, Hopkins, Mike Evans, all these big boys turned up um, on Sunday. Yeah. So it was, just, it was just a tough slog. And to be brutally honest with you, um, number one seed, I think, in our league, this is our fifth year, I think the number one seeds for um, the last five have been in the, have been in the final. And uh, I believe fr- three of the last four champions were number one seeds. So the number one person in our league generally does well. Um, just don't want to put that out there to you, Az, because uh, <laughs> the odds are stacked against you in the, on, based on history. But, um, yeah, he's, he's been brilliant all year, and I think he deserves to be in the final. So I can't argue with with that so but positively yeah. as we said you're through to the final yeah so um you know in 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 uh in kind of the one highlight of 2020 has been you know like we said <laughs> we're going to talk about arsenal or steelers current form uh like the um, <laughs> yeah you know it's all it's all good i mean look brentford won yesterday against newcastle so well done brentford you know second, yeah. second team uh, anyway, uh, no, it's uh, look, you know, it's been, it's actually been a good year, and actually, kind of just one point to add. I know I spoke about, you know, how kind of letting go of players. To be honest, there's been one person, and potentially two, who I think I probably should have traded because I got loads of offers for them as well. And and you know, I think I've had, I think I've been kind of halfway, or maybe maybe kind of sixty forty in that sense this year because. You know, I should have traded Michael Thomas and I could have got a lot from him a long time ago because he never really put up any numbers for me. Um, 
I never did anything that was too great. He kind of just added that kind of security of the name he was, and and he was number one wide receiver in this uh, to start the season. Um, and obviously that went downhill very very quickly on the first game. So, yeah, it's things like that where I should have kind of let go. Um, and 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 you know in other areas I did, you know, and I I did manage to kind of make a couple of trades. For example, like the one for just half half kind of worked, you know, where I had Gordon and, and, and Stefan Diggs, which I thought initially was going to be terrible, but got Calvin Ridley and Zeke in the back uh, in, in return, where Zeke did well for a couple of games and terrible for a couple of games. Um, so he's kind of middle ground, a bit like Gordon, but then I, th- I feel like Ridley and, and, and Stefan Diggs were pretty much the same. But, you know, it's, again, like a couple of things, just drafting and, you know, uh, not drafting, wavering relatively well was good, especially someone like James Robinson, which, by the way, rant here, how the hell has he not made it into the Pro Bowl? I know nobody gives a shit about the Pro Bowl, right? Like, I mean, there's there's players there, and the guy has done it week in, week out for probably the worst team in the league and has looked fantastic, you know, undrafted, you know what I mean? Like, everything everything kind of went well for... Um, and, and the guy didn't get picked. I mean, I know this is the Pro Bowl is usually picked by fans, which I just think is ridiculous. Like, why, you know, why wouldn't you pick him? Like, you know, he's 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 been the one that's been so solidly there. But anyway, nevertheless, um, you know, stuff like that I think really helped me. So I think I think this year one good thing I liked about mine this year was I, I think I started evolving as a player. And look, uh, by far, have obviously nothing has happened. I haven't won it. And 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 to be honest, we'll talk about it a bit more in a sec. But pretty much the odds are stacked against me. I know I've been saying that all season for every single game, but but this time actually, uh, you know, I think before I've always tried to be a bit humble or, or you know, whatever, but this time uh, we'll, we'll talk about it in a second. But yeah, I think, I think I've done well this year. I think I have developed as a player. I think there's a lot of things for you guys that are listening as well, actually. I know you guys are probably listening because you want to know how the journey went. And, you know, I'm, I, I've been playing for a short period of time than Maka. You probably can tell with, you know, the way he talks and the kind of, he knows a lot more about this than I do. Um, but, but, you know, I, I certainly think I've become a much better player this year. And and for that, I'll be honest with you, I think that's the most important thing I'm going to take from this year. I always said I wanted to make the playoffs. That's happened. I'm now in the final, which is obviously brilliant. Uh, but actually learning how to play. And I think those little things like letting Michael Thomas go, hopefully I can kind of iron those out into next year. Um, I've enjoyed it. It's been fun. Obviously, it's great when you're when you kind of go through, you know, I didn't really have to struggle. Uh, you know, we guys, we have a joke on our league, which is, kind of the auto pick team uh and and my my team's probably been a little bit of an auto pick team uh because you know there's been a couple of guys that have been able to plug in but you know i think i've i think i've had a bit of it all this year um and uh you know i did have that big debacle of the 55 fab um and, and somehow still managed to get to the final but i think that's probably gonna bite me in the in the back today because uh, we need to do waivers but yeah i mean look it's been great, man, and 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 I guess just kind of quickly to look forward. In a nutshell, Michael Thomas obviously is not out. It's likely James Robinson might not be playing. Uh, you know, lost Cam Akers, uh, Zeke is. I mean, even if he plays, is he worth even playing? Um, and uh, so, and, and Russell Wilson's certainly not what he's been before, and and going up against the best defense, one of the best defenses in the league. So, I've got it cut out. I've got it cut out. But hey, I can only play the best team. Uh, waiver properly uh, also Nick I know you do listen to this uh, I'm going to say all the guys I'm picking on the waiver now but this ain't going to come out until after the waivers <laughs> <laughs> but Maka and I will talk about that in that, in that time but yeah that's that's how I feel man that's how I feel yeah and uh, just briefly just talk about the semi-final did you feel uh, under any pressure at all or was Darren Waller big score Thursday kind of 
got you through the weekend quite easily. I think like, pressure. So. I, th- I think I think when Darren Waller had that score, I was like, okay, great. This is this is good. This is a good start. Uh, you know, you know, because I, I kind of kind of settled to be like, right, with Darren Waller, I'm going to get about 15, 20 points max. Yeah. Uh, and then he, and then you know, obviously he's gone off massive and scoring his, his couple there. So you know, there's a bit of upside. But then you know, getting just under thirty points was like, okay, fine. Do you know what I mean? Th- this will hopefully offset what Derek Henry does. Uh, and obviously, Derek Henry still scored basically the same points as Waller. But so for me, at that point, once Derek Henry's game ended, I was like, okay, fine. Derek Henry was the one I genuinely thought would score about fifty. So if Waller's <laughs> just nullified nullified his score, I was like, okay, the rest of them, I think I'll be okay. You know, he he wasn't able to play Kittle, he wasn't able to play CMC uh, and Joe Mixon, which obviously is a shame. But those players wouldn't have got to him if it wasn't for the people trading to him. So um, I think, look, he he. He did well, and I was uh, before. I genuinely was worried because his team looked very scary, and we were always up until up until the moment of game day started. I was worried that all those guys would play, and you know, it's just too many stars to to have to deal with. So, so it was kind of good that happened that way. But yeah, um, I think after the uh, obviously after the nine o'clock game, uh, the first block of games, I was like, yeah, this is done. I kept saying it wasn't, but you know, after after the first block of games, it was done. Yeah, it's just, I, I think we said last podcast. I think he had three or four big players: DK Metcalf, Mahomes. Henry Necklin and he had a few fringe players and I think his fringe players, I know Cole Beasley did okay but none of them really had a, a boom game and then DK Metcalf had a bit of a quiet one so, and I think your boys turned up like Calvin Ridley had a big game uh, Chris Godwin got a touchdown uh-huh. Robinson got a late touchdown it was just it just felt like your boys sort of I know Russell Wilson didn't have a good game but um, yeah so there you go, right, well final we here yeah, yeah man, so I mean, Mako and I were just talking about this off air. Uh, so, I mean, looking at looking at what I'm up against. I mean, I guess maybe what we'll do is pull up the matchup and just have a look at it. So, so Nick, who I'm playing. So, Nick, I know you're here, buddy. Honestly, good luck. I think you've, you know, he does. He he's been the best. He's had the best team throughout, and 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 based on the whole season, does deserve to win it. But I really hope I can cause an upset. Uh, and. And no offense there, buddy, but uh, yeah, I really do hope I can. I've lost to Nick actually uh, of my record this year. Nine and four was my final record before the playoffs, and uh, two of those four were, were losses to Nick. Um, so that doesn't bode well. <laughs> um, but but hopefully, third time lucky uh, is what I'm going for. Um, but yeah, like you know, we we, we kind of relatively even match, so like slightly swing, slight swing to Nick. I mean, he's got he's got. Watson, uh, I mean, he's also got three QBs. There's obviously waivers to happen, so we don't know what he's going to do if he's going to try and uh, pit me to hurt. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, he's going to be strong there. I've got Wilson, which which is why I'm going to try and like yeah, again. This is one of those things, not just rest on the on the the name that is Wilson, and you know, go in for someone like Hertz, who's got a really good matchup and potentially could be a league winner. So. We got that there. He's obviously got Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones, which is you know they've basically been the top kind of within the top ten quite easily this year. And I mean the only saving grace I've got is he's Dalvin Cook's playing New Orleans, and they would have just lost to Chiefs as well. So hopefully, hopefully they're just like right, we're going to shut Dalvin Cook down. I know that's not going to happen. He's going to score. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, yeah, he's probably going to score thirty, but. Um, yeah, so I'm not enjoying that. Aaron Jones against Tennessee is a good matchup, and I think Green Bay giving a big push to that. So again, he could be really, he could go really well there. Uh, Nook um, is is they're playing uh, they're playing San Fran, which is yeah. not not the best. But again, they've still got a chance of playoffs. Do they or are they out now? The Cardinals, no, they're still. Oh, 49ers are yeah. out. 
Yeah, forty nine is out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of one thing. But it's divisional, so hopefully they, you know they're up for a bit like the Bengals, you know, uh, when they beat the Steelers. So so we'll see how that goes. But again, he's he's fantastic. Uh, Tyler Lockett again against Rams. So I'm not massively worried about him, but it's going to be famous last words, and he's going to have the monster game now. Um, and then fan, and then Evans is annoying because I've got Godwin, so uh, you know up there. And then Kareem Hunt against the Jets is just disgusting. Basically, it's going to be really, really hard. I'm going to need some of his guys to have bad days, but uh, problem is there's not really a weakness in that team. To be honest, I don't, I don't see, I don't see massive weaknesses. I mean, some matchups aren't great, but they're still great players. So not enjoying that. Um, and then the other side of the ball, obviously me. So look, I'm. Obviously, got can't play Acres, who's been pretty good over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Robinson, my guy, who's basically got me here, uh, might also be questionable. So, I'm looking to RB one and RB two, basically J.K. Dobbins, who should have a good game against the Giants. You know, he could he could do well. I don't think he's going to go over twenty points. I don't think he's going to necessarily go below ten, but uh, somewhere kind of in between that. Which I just the problem is that compared to Jones or Cook, is just not going to do anything for me. Um, and then I guess I'm probably paying Bell. Uh, who it's just can I rely on this guy uh, I don't want to uh, I mean look my, my the only the only kind of three areas which I think I'll do well and hopefully do well is Hill against Hill against Atlanta uh, Ridley against Kansas so that one matchup is basically probably going to decide my my, my fate uh, and then Waller and Godwin I think will be pretty good so yeah and, and, and I hate to admit it but I'm not confident about the Steelers defense so I don't know if that's me playing it down. What do you think? Um, I just saw, I'll just talk about the two teams. I think his his team is always going to put up numbers. He has done all year. Uh, the fixtures aren't too kind to Dalvin Cook and Tyler Lockett. Um, Tyler mm-hmm. Lockett's actually been pretty poor um, over the last eight games now. I think he's only scored over 10 once now. Uh, Hopkins is back in form, Jones. So those two should expect to go well. Fant, you just don't know where you're going to get. Um, he does go big sometimes, sometimes he doesn't. Mike Evans played well. Cream Hunt against the Jets. The Jets have played quite well against the running backs, so that doesn't seem like a slam dunk as before. And the way the Jets are playing on offense, um, they can trouble the Browns' defense, which is who he's got. Your team is annoying, Ashley, because you've lost Robinson, who's been the key to your team. You lost Akers and you lost Zeke, potentially, as well. It's just a real shame they have these injuries at this stage. Mm. Um, but and I Thomas. think, yeah, Michael Thomas as well. But I think, as you touched on, you've got three strong wide receivers um, Chris Godwin and um, Hill and Calvin Ridley. Also got Darren Waller, who's putting up numbers. I think you're touching on Wills, Russell Wilson. He has got a tough match against the Rams. And this is probably a point to everybody who ever listens in this, to this podcast is week 16, you just got to look at who's on the wave and see if there's a better option. Um, I know you've got to trust the guys that got you there, but if there's a guy like Hertz, for example, as you touched on as, who's got a good matchup, you've got to pick him. Um, I think Jalen Hurts is someone you have to, if he's on your wave, you've got to get him. Um, and also Henderson as well, the Rams, Malcolm Brown, there's a couple on the wave, I'm sure, that will get the opportunity. Livion Bell's an interesting one, isn't it? Because Weirdly yeah. enough, he touches you and Nick, your opponent's um, history books, actually, because Le'Veon Bell was um, your boy who you <laughs> fell in the NFL with. You had his shirt as a Steelers fan. He then obviously sulked and left, um, and you fell out of love with Le'Veon Bell, but he never gave up on Le'Veon Bell, and uh, here yeah. he is, um, probably in your team for the final. And um, without quite a bit of delay, I think Le'Veon Bell 
is is a start option this week against the Falcons for sure. Um, but also for Nick, actually, he picked Livion Bell two years ago and mm. um, suffered the Livion Bell year out. And um, I think he wasn't too happy about that. So it's, it's quite a bit of a story there if Livion Bell goes and scores a big game. Mm. I think if you can tweak, if, if one of your running backs like Robinson, Zeke, or Akers is definitely out, isn't he? So Robinson or Zeke play, you've got a chance. But as you said, and as I've said a few times, this guy you're playing has put up 130, 140 multiple times this year. So it's going to be it's going to be a slog, and uh, you may yeah. need to take a few gambles. So yeah, I think I'm going to have to. Um, I'm looking forward to it, and and like I said, it's been a great year, and uh, I hope when we do our last pod for the season next week, yeah, guys, yeah. don't cry too much. Uh, <laughs> Last part of the season next week, uh, you know, we'll obviously talk about it and hopefully, hopefully I can finish the year uh, with a ring. But um, yeah, I think there's a, uh, I I think sleeper is correct. I think, I think it's accurate. I think I do have a 35% chance of winning and 35% chance is still a chance. Uh, So I'm not saying it's not a chance, but um, he's, his 65 is certainly, certainly more credible. Um, so yeah, man, it's uh, it's exciting. It's been a good year. Like I've enjoyed it. I mean, it's it's a strange year because I think everybody, even when we drafted, uh, you know, and I'm sure all of you listening probably feel the same. You know, we didn't have a preseason. Injuries were just disgusting this year. And I know NFL is basically you know fundamental part of NFL is is injuries, but this year was just kind of different level. And 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 you know, hopefully with kind of the positivity around the vaccines, even though we're kind of a cloud of negativity a little bit especially here in the uk with kind of new strains and stuff but you know hopefully from next summer things can get a bit better and 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 hopefully we can get uh the nfl back normally and i feel like there'll be quite a lot of movement in the off season i feel like there'll be a lot of trades i feel like there'll be teams changing quite a lot this draft class is pretty strong uh it's not it's not terrible from what i'm hearing but i haven't looked too much into it but mac and i certainly will uh kind of delve into that probably a bit earlier this uh, kind of for next season as well by the way but um yeah so so i feel like there'll be a lot happening uh and it'll be exciting and almost like a bit of a reset uh probably like wherever else in the world um so yeah um looking forward to it looking forward to the final and so obviously there's this week as well guys there's there's is it three games saturday night so keep an eye on that yeah. um and then uh obviously that's boxing day uh and then yeah sunday we'll see it through so hey we will all know what the outcome i probably to be honest i probably know by sunday morning whether i've lost or not uh because of that kansas and um uh, tampa bay game um but we'll see we'll see um you're you're obviously playing in uh yeah you're playing in the third place playoff i know it doesn't really mean much but Sure, you'd still like to take a win, regardless. Yeah, it would be good to finish off the season as third. Um, but uh, yeah, as, as I said, as you touched on, it's just good to get to the semi-final, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll put everything out there to win it, but you know, if I don't, I don't. Um, you yeah. know, when you get when you're out, you're out. <laughs> so yeah, you know, but it'd be nice to finish third. Uh, but I hope you win, man. I, I mean, I, I actually the guy you're playing, I, I, he's I like him as well. So he's a nice guy. Good guy. Yeah. He, he he's been good this year, so I think he if he wins it, you know, there's no grudge there, I'm sure, for himself. But uh, yeah, no, no, not. I mean, he's he's very much like I said, he's he's been, 
you know, mostly graceful in, in, in everything as well. And just, you know, he, he was in our league before and then took a year out and is back in and uh, just, yeah, really good guy. And, and, and you know what, like I, I wish there was a way we could both win, but, but Nick on the record, I really, really hope I win, mate. <laughs> I really hope I get third time lucky, but um, you know what? I don't think there could be, uh, if I was going to lose to someone, I wouldn't be too upset to lose to someone who's basically had the best team throughout the year. Um, and yeah, um, you know, obviously it'd be great to see, it'd be good to see the Steelers do well, pick back up, but, uh, you know, it just doesn't sound like that's going to happen. Um, but Maka, why don't we, um, why don't we do the final round of the bets? Cause so this will, this will, uh, this will effectively see who is going to be paying the charity amount. Um, looking forward to it. got very close. We're currently sat at... Where are we? Scores on the doors, 175 to Maka and 200 to me. So, so this week Maka could just pit me and take me take go ahead and 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 I'm gonna have to put the the hundred pounds to charity myself. So Maka, should we should we run through them, see how we are, see where we're at? It was close. It was close. They had it. All AFC West teams win. Unfortunately, I was let down by the LA Rams weirdly against the Jets. Um, oh, but also I was let down by 49ers who lost to the Cowboys, which also affects another bet okay. that we had. The all-NFC East teams lose, which I believe the Giants lost, uh, uh, Washington lost, Philadelphia lost, yeah. but uh, Dallas... Dallas won. Oh, killing, he's killing me out there this year, Dallas. Um, Dallas. <laughs> yeah, but since that got injured, it's been a bit of a mare for them. Um, Saints beat Kansas, which... Uh, not taken. By so, yeah, I get, so I get five for that. Yeah. Um, Saints, Kansas City, or Colts, Houston becoming the highest scoring game. Now I haven't checked, but I'm pretty certain there was another high scoring yeah. game somewhere. So yeah, so I, I had a quick little look off air. Um, there was the the San Fran and Dallas game was seventy four points. That's um, the, that's what I'm thinking of. So uh, the Buffalo Denver game was uh, yeah that's sixty sixty seven points. Yeah. Even um, worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll take another yeah. ten points there. And Aaron Jones uh, uh, scores eighteen or more, which he did. Aaron, points for Macca. Yeah, Aaron Jones. Yeah, I've had him. I had him so many times. Then he bursts, and then I haven't had him since. He's one of the ones that keeps getting away from me, Aaron Jones. But uh, uh, be interesting to see what happens to him with the out of contracts. But yeah, so sorry, as you have comfortably won this bets this year, so uh, I'm gonna have to think great. of charity now and reveal it next week, I guess. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, look, that's I've, I've quite enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, I think, look, you know, in theory, I could do just just for guys listening. In theory, I could do um, another round of bets. <laughs> to- next week but i uh, i think i'll still be five points ahead even if maca got all of them right uh so yeah based on that maca honestly man do you know what it was at the beginning it was it was very close uh sorry it was very i was like i'm definitely gonna win this and then yeah you brought it back with the with last week when you basically got the full slate uh kind of brought it a lot closer so final scores on the door are 180 to maca and then i win with one with two three five so just by a five point margin uh safety blanket really but yeah maca it's great like next week we'll uh you know you've got a whole week to decide uh who that money's going to and guys will uh will maca obviously let us know where that's going and then we'll probably send a little tweet to them or something just to, so you guys can see where it's gone as well uh but 
yeah, man, that, that's been good. I've enjoyed that bet. And we'll certainly, I think it's something we should certainly do for next season uh, when it comes back around. Um, and uh, I think I think for this for this week, that's it really, isn't it? Um, we won't look too much towards the games. I know we briefly spoke about them. There's not many fantasy implications. Well, there is, obviously, if you're in the <laughs> final. Um, but but uh, any any kind of key bits? I know, Mackie, you said look at, look at people like Jalen Hurts and look at those guys that are... Um, you know, on on the waiver to try and try and win this. Any any final bits of advice to to me or to anyone else? <laughs> I mean, get Jalen Hurts is definitely. That. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, it's tricky tr- not going with the players that got you there, and, and most teams that have got to this stage have got good teams anyway. But some mm-hmm. people suffer with injuries like Acres and so on. So just play the matchups. That's that's all I. I've always done that in my head. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, just see who's on the waiver. Don't leave any fab for next year <laughs> if you don't need to. Um, and there's no point holding people on the bench anymore. I also advise um, get your backups because if the people who didn't have Zeke uh, backup Pollard last week probably got done. So look at your best running backs and see who's available on the waiver if your handcuffs are there, i.e. Jamal Williams for Aaron Jones, um, Murray for Kamara. Just just make sure you've got your handcuff. Um, in case, because you never know who goes down at the end of the week. So, so there you go. Love it. There we go, guys. For the second last time this season, uh, hopefully I come back next time with some some good news. Uh, trust me, you'll hear about it if we do, <laughs> uh, uh, and 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 if we don't, um, we'll uh, we'll let you know. But yeah, tune in next week for the for the final episode of the season, guys. Uh, obviously, please do give us. Uh, a rate like and share on all social media and also especially wherever you get your podcasts uh, it will help us we've grown massively this year and it's all thanks to you guys we love speaking to you Maka and I actually you know we're not in it to make money we're not in it to do anything we just just love it we just love we love sport we love NFL and we love sharing our journey with you guys so uh yeah just support us in that way and just so that we can reach more of you um and uh guys like we said we'll be back next week for the for the last season uh, last season finale um, so other than that guys take care good luck this week for all of you in, in whichever f- uh, matchups you might be whether it be third fourth uh, go for the win and especially if you're in the championship see you guys next week let us know how you get on and ask us any last minute questions you have yeah definitely and just a Merry Christmas as well right oh yes <laughs> I'm just so so engrossed in in, in the championship final. Yeah, guys, Merry Christmas. Merry honestly, Christmas well. <laughs> you know what? This has been such such a strange year. Uh, you know, probably one for the record books. Uh, so these these podcasts are going to go down in history, aren't they? They'll be here with all of our stay at home, stay safe, and mm. wear a mask and all of this and that. So on that note, guys, you know what? Wherever you are, wherever you can, if you can do, be safe. Listen to the local advice wherever you might be, but. Have a Merry Christmas and we will speak to you next year to wish you a very happy new year too. And on that, see you later, guys. See you later. Bye, Felicia. Mom 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.